Welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm Petter and this is James. Hello. And today we're talking about volume one of Kaiju number eight. Another series is starting. I am completely blind going into this. So I'm having, or like, so I think this is, no, no, it's not the first time I'm going completely blind into something because this same thing was with Freerun where we both went in completely blind into that. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, I, I'm just really excited to go into another series like this that I know nothing really of what's coming. Uh, but you read some of the chapters online before. Uh, how far did you read? I was all the way to the latest chapter, and then we talked about covering the manga, and then we had me stop from reading. So I think there's two or three chapters that have released since then. Gotcha. Um, but At I least as of our so. recording, I guess. So, yes, uh, as of our recording. And I think that's up to chapter 50-something. Gotcha. So we have a little bit of ways to catch up to what i did i think yeah six volumes have come out in japan mm. already i guess oh uh, cool cool so i guess about six or seven volumes until we are up to where you read yep something like that mm-hmm. cool 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 uh so this is the first time that we're in the position where i'm going in completely blind and you yep. already knowing <laughs> a couple of volumes ahead <laughs> so the, the roles have been oh, reversed the tables here. Have <laughs> yes no but i I'm, I'm i'm very i'm very happy about this i'm, I'm very excited to to go in blind into another story like this. Uh, plus, I'm I, I very much enjoyed this first volume. Uh, I'm just like, like just, yeah. just some some basic first impressions. I I, I really enjoyed this story so far. I think I heard about this story first pretty much exactly a year ago, or like about a year ago. I heard I started hearing about this manga, although I didn't really check it out back then. But I heard I heard about it in relation to Attack on Titan, because mm. I think there I mean probably some comparisons can be made. Yeah. With the protagonist, you know, becoming a a giant monster to fight the other giant monsters, kind of. Uh, I went into it under, like a little bit afraid that it might be trying to copy Attack on Titan a little too much or something, or something oh, really? like that. Like hmm. that's kind of the impression I had from what I've heard, what I'd heard before. But I didn't get that feeling at all when I actually read the story. Yeah, so no. I was I was very happy mm-hmm. with that. It definitely feels like its own thing. I mean, obviously, it's like a shonen story like very tip- right. pretty typical with that you know going into mm-hmm. like kind of a training arc here it seems like and and all that but but it's still it's, it's unique enough and i'm i i i like the characters that were introduced and i really enjoyed the yeah. the art as well um it's mm. actually like sometimes it reminded me of hiromu arakawa's art in full metal alchemist uh oh. like some of the character designs yeah. um of, yeah. of some of the characters uh felt kind of in that vein as well as some like face expressions and stuff, so I, I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Um, I, I mean, I, I would I would assume Matsumoto, who who does Kaiju Number Eight, maybe is a fan of <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. I mean, <laughs> I, I would assume so. I think it's who it. isn't <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, actually, speaking of that, I think it's like because there were like be- between some of the chapters in the physical book, there were like pretty brief little character bios, and f- the character bio for um, for Ichikawa. It said that he likes shonen manga. That was one of the things huh. he likes because they they all had like a little list of things they like. He likes shonen manga as well. Um, so anyway, anyway, um, that's just, I guess that, that that's just kind of my my just very very <laughs> kind of scatterbrained uh, initial <laughs> thoughts on the on the book before we going into talking about the characters one by one. Uh, what what do you think? What kind of how, how did you discover this manga? I had heard from other people that. Uh, it was overrated, and that mm. it was only popular in Japan. Um, but it, the popularity would die out soon, oh. and so I was like, "Oh well, they didn't even bother reading it." But I, I, 
I was just looking through the Shonen Jump app, um, just at what was coming out, and I thought, you know what? Why not? I'll give it a shot. And I definitely didn't regret it. I I read through the story and enjoyed a good amount of it. I think I even enjoyed it even more, at least volume one, with this read-through, which I guess tends to happen <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I just found a lot more uh, things to like about it. Awesome. And I think it's a it's a solid story going forward. Um, and I could definitely see it being a, a show that's animated at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Me, me too. I got that that vibe too. Like it, it seems, yeah. I, I think it, it has a good, good possibility for that. Yeah. And and also, I I would like to just give an initial rating, at least of just the first volume for sure. me, is a seven out of ten. So I'm definitely enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm 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 excited to continue. I thought this this volume ended it on a on an interesting note. So I'm just yeah stoked to read on. I think volume two comes out in English in. April, although so does also Volume Seven of Spy Family and Volume Twenty Two of Kaguya-sama. So we're we're getting a lot in April. So we might not get to covering Volume Two of this until May, perhaps. But well, uh, we, we we shall see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, excited nonetheless to continue this eventually. I think for me, it's after this read through. I think it's an eight. At least the Volume One is. I hmm. I really enjoyed what I saw. It's not groundbreaking in ways, but. What is done here and just the blend of awesome shots and the the world that he builds. I mean, it's Japan, but with kaiju. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the comedy is mm. just a, a great uh, combination, I think. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's a strong start, in my opinion. Absolutely. So then, let's talk about Kafka Hibino first. Age 32. First of all, that's it's cool to have a shonen protagonist who's like right? older than a teenager, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like by, by quite a bit even in this case. Um, He's not an old man though. Don't call him an old man. <laughs> no, no, do not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think that's really cool. Plus, I also really like the message that I think at least this volume. I don't know if it's gonna. Well, I could imagine this being like something that elaborated on more in the future of the series. But at least this volume definitely conveys messages of your age shouldn't stop you from following your dreams, basically. Yeah. And I really like that message. And I think, obviously, that message couldn't really be told as efficiently if the protagonist was younger. Um, Agreed. So, yeah, this is awesome. But yeah, again, by no means is he an old man. 32 is not old <laughs> by any means. <laughs> but, you know, I understand. It's kind of also brought to the point that his body is not, I guess react the same way as some of the younger bodies like yeah. you know he feels he says like 30s is where your body really starts going downhill or something like that and i don't know if that's true or not maybe it just depends on the person hmm. but you know i mean going up against young spry folks <laughs> it's it's probably uh, not as easy to perform in the same way right um, mm-hmm. then again there's a lot of like uh american football players who are in the 30s who are still just as good as the oh. younger ones so you know it, mm. it all depends it all depends absolutely but yeah definitely. i do understand where he's coming from <laughs> mm. yeah and he works at monster sweeper inc Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I, I just it's just so funny to have the protagonist working with just cleaning up kaijus off the street or at least he does before the story or at the beginning of the story here right and like even looking like it's looking like he's going to join the defense force obviously like, like somehow uh, moving forward from here at least so I'm guessing um, and so even though he might leave his old job it's still I think it's really cool for him to I guess come from that kind of a background because I think 
it's yeah. gonna it well it means that he has a pretty unique perspective compared to other people on the defense force um where i like I, we did get an example of that during that uh combat exam where he exactly you know, he knew their weaknesses in a way that they didn't and stuff like that so I, I think i still think that's really cool i think that helps you know set him apart from the rest of the recruits in that way yeah you know um having that knowledge is something that you usually gain just through combat, but he is able to learn it through dissecting the bodies like he does. Yeah. And you know, I'm also hoping that he might like, even perhaps compared to some of the veteran fighters that he might still have a unique perspective, even compared to them in some way, mm-hmm. maybe not specifically the way that we saw it here. Cause obviously now it was maybe a bit of a more basic level, but it would be nice to see that being useful uh, in like an even, even more crucial moments perhaps uh, in the future. Agreed. And I just, just talking about the cleanup work, I, I really like that concept where a lot of times you don't see the aftermath of a kaiju <laughs> battle. You know, Godzilla and uh, Trogdor go through the... <laughs> Trogdor is not, not right, but... Uh, they, they go through the, the city and destroy everything. Um, and then what happens next? You know, I, I like the aspect of cleaning up the monsters like somehow taking them apart or whatever and mm-hmm. it, it's kind of a fascinating thing and then in this volume it, it goes away from that I, I would really like for them to to come back to it eventually um although it's kind of hard to go to do with the way the story is going here so i'm not so sure about that but uh, i do think it it does play into like we were saying kafka's character and just some of his uh, I guess positives, um, or the the merits he brings to the defense force in that way. Uh huh. Definitely. But yeah, I I think it's a unique aspect you don't really see in other stories. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's it's uh it's nice it's nice to see that side. Can you imagine having to take care of attestants? <laughs> oh, it was so funny how it was just censored out when they were working on that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is a funny series. It really is a funny series. I think I, I laughed yeah. many times uh, by, uh, while reading through this volume. Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty great. Also, the, the the these combat suits that they use in the in the defense force. I was thinking, well, because Kafka obviously he, he couldn't utilize it whatsoever. He was at zero percent, which was supposedly unheard of before that. Uh-huh. So it's like obviously it's, like, it's funny, but also it's like <laughs> kind of you feel kind of bad for him. Um, right, but uh, but there was also that moment, like a little before that in the story, when he, when he saved Reno's life by jumping in front of the the Yoju that appeared. Um, yeah, yeah. And like, I think I thought in that in that moment he was very much on top of it and performed very well. Mm. Kind of, he he was level headed and he you know he kind of held his own for a bit. So I don't know. I, I I guess these combat suits might just be like way like many levels beyond being able to do the kinds of things that he did. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I I'm excited to see more of that, and I guess see him potentially be able to use those in the future, maybe. <laughs> right. So for so for me, I wonder if his you know kaiju form is affecting that whole that whole thing you know, interfering with the, the body. Because maybe because he's oh, yeah. trying to suppress the kaiju form. Oh. He, he suppresses even his just strength in general. And so maybe that the, the, the measurement is off because of that. I, mm. I don't know. I have no idea. Gotcha. But 
Yeah, that that's interesting because because he did say at some point that he needed to keep the the kaiju kind of restrained or like I I can't remember exactly the words he used, but there was a point in the manga or in the in this volume where he say he said something about having to put some kind of effort in to not make it slip out. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that could be the case then. If if uh, yeah, that would be interesting. Potentially. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. you know something that we don't know is. Uh, I feel like it's implied that he may have not ever got past the first round of examinations, which was the written test part until now. I so think he, so, maybe, yeah. So he's probably never put the suit on before, so this is his first time doing that. Mm. But we, but he had already been taken over, I guess, by that the kaiju thing. Yeah. So we don't know if what his previous number would have been like, or if it was the same or not. Ah, you're right. Oh, yeah. True, if he had put the suit on is what before. I'm thinking. Yeah, right, right, right. True, true. That could could have been. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think that's a good possibility. So just getting, giving more evidence to that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, especially since it was, as I said, it was supposedly unheard of to have the score that low, yeah. the number that low. Yeah. Um, oh, this is this is unheard of. <laughs> well, I'm sure it means nothing. It'll mean something. You know. Yeah. That's a that's a bit you know, tropey a bit. But right. If it turns out to be anything, I'll still enjoy it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Plus, I think in that moment, it was a funny gag, too, kind of. Oh, yeah. Even though, Hilarious. obviously, it, I think there is more to it than just the gag, but at least there was the gag. <laughs> yeah. And oh, but, but, yeah, and speaking of his, his kaiju form, like, what the hell was that? Like, when he was at the hospital and that buzzing kaiju appeared? Yeah, man. And, and like, it, it spoke, <laughs> and then... And after that, I was a little bit confused. Or So the first time I read that chapter or that part, I thought that Kafka grabbed it and ate it just for some reason, that he he actually actively ate it. But the second time I read it, like most recently, I mm-hmm. more so thought that it kind of forced itself into Kafka's mouth. And that's how it ended up there. That's what I think. Too. Uh, yeah. I mean... Mm. You know what's interesting? It, it says, I found you. And I didn't think too much about it when I first read it. But, you know, I, when you're going through your notes, uh, rereading it, that's you kind of can't ignore that. It's, what it, I found you? What does that even mean? Like, right. <laughs> why Why this 32-year-old man? Nothing wrong with being 32, but why him? <laughs> like, what's so special? So is there more Is there more to Kafka than meets the eye? Mm-hmm. Um, or does this kaiju happen to know him from somewhere? Right. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe he helped him out while cleaning up the intestines. Like, oh, you, you saved me from the intestines. I'll give you this power. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's what it is. But. Yeah, I don't know. Like, also, the first time I read it, I sort of theorized. or like, I, I thought that something happened when he was encountering the, the kaiju when Ichikawa ran away to sound the alarm and he was alone mm-hmm. with that kaiju that appeared, like, that maybe it... I don't know if, like, it drooled on him or something that made something... Like, did something to him or something like that. <laughs> I don't th- I don't think that's the case anymore, though. But that, that was, a, like, some kind of speculation I had mm. at first. But I don't think there was anything like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, it's a big mystery that I'm excited to see kind of what comes of of this. Yeah, same. Just so weird, just so random, kind of. Just suddenly, there's a fucking buzzing kaiju there that not only speaks but also just flies right into his mouth. It's like what? 
<laughs> I just like, yeah, I'm going to go back and, and try again. I'm going to reach my goal. It's going to be great. It's like, <laughs> not today. Well, or maybe need some help with that. Like, I Got to wait three months. You got to wait three months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was weird. Uh, but it does give him super strength. And also the ability to kind of change his kaiju's form. Well, his kaiju can change forms, supposedly. At least to some extent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As we saw when they were running away. And I wonder... Well, I, I imagine he will be able to control that better uh, in the future. Um, so, like, there's those kinds of abilities that he got. Plus the ability to detect other kaiju, which was also a pretty neat... Yeah, that's useful. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to kind of... At least... At least from what I understood, those are the, the powers that we know that he gained now. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that he has right now. So it's good to know. I Speaking just of the, the kaiju itself, it, its design is so cool, I think. Yeah. I, 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 really, I really like it. it. I mean, it looks kind of armor-like, but also, like you know, uh, like a monster in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a living being. Um so it's cool in that sense, but also, I don't know, like, I, I just, I guess there wasn't also, it's just cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is, it is. Uh, but also, <laughs> um, the combat suits that they use in the Defense Force are, they said something about, like, kaiju fibers or something like that in them, if mm-hmm. I recall. So I'm guessing they're made out of, out of kaiju parts in some way. Uh, I think so. Like, mm-hmm. to some extent, yeah. Um, and then I guess, well, so I had the thought that if if Kafka never is able to use those suits ever, as he is right mm-hmm. now, then, you know, just turning into his kaiju form should do the trick. You know, it should be at least just as effa- effective, I would I would guess. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> with, the, with the way it punched the, the Yonju or whatever it was, that, that, that yeah. creature... Uh-huh. just obliterated it uh it makes me think it might be even stronger <laughs> yeah yeah or i mean those suits I, I wonder like at what percentage of the of the suits are do you match him like oh or or, or can you even match him like is is 100 of the suit's power enough to match him yeah I don't or, know. like i don't know good question but it it might be possible to match him potentially mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah like i think out of the characters or at least out of what we've seen or well i guess I would guess Mina is probably the one the strongest we've seen. Maybe I guess we don't know for sure, but but she is like a captain, so I would, I would guess she's yeah. really powerful. Like she probably has higher percentage than than Kikoru. I would guess. Oh yes, yes, she does. Yes, yes, she, she should she right. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I wonder. What... I think they even mentioned that in the. Did they give a number for her? They didn't give a number, but I think that for a recruit, they say that mm. um, Kikoru is really high, but she's. She's not quite the level of, she, she's just like kind of below the level of uh, Mina, which is impressive to mm. begin with. But yeah, well, yeah, right. Uh, so, so I wonder, I guess, where Mina, when Mina's power level is compared to uh, Kafka's kaiju form. Yeah. Uh, Good question. I, I could imagine they might be kind of close, maybe. Maybe. Um. <laughs> so have you have you read the? Um, there's a certain point where. They mention the numbering system. Is that not in the physical version? Um, like a list of of the compiled numbers, or no, no. Yeah, let me see if I can find it. Okay, kaiju numbering. 
When a kaiju proves to be extremely powerful or difficult to neutralize, the Neutralization Bureau assigns it a numbered codename for identification purposes. Hence why Kafka's kaiju is kaiju number eight. So because of that, I, f- I feel like he's so powerful, at least to, according to the Bureau's assessment, that it exceeds even Mina. Ah. But I could be wrong. Fair. Although they haven't fought with him. Like, they haven't really seen him up close. They've kind of only... Right. Yeah, you're right. ...heard yeah. of him. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but, but that, yeah, that, 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 is, that is a good point, though. Um, should, yeah, should be fun to fi- uh, find out just, just uh, kind of where they are compared to each other. Oh, man. Could you imagine Mina and Kafka fighting each other? <laughs> oh, my God. I want to see this. I want this in, in the next volume. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. guess speaking... Because we're, we're still talking about Kafka. Speaking of that, you know... They're both childhood friends, and they mm-hmm. shared a dream yeah. that they would both join the, uh, what did they call them, the self, not the self-defense. Uh, defense force. Defense force, yeah. Mm. It'd be, you know, become troops in that, and that they would be together, yeah. <laughs> no matter how corny that, that may have <laughs> sounded. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, it, it's amazing for Mina that she's uh, accomplished her dream, supposedly, but it you know, sucks so bad. To be on the other side of that, you know, yeah. Kafka just sitting, sitting at home drunk, and he's like, "Yeah, that's this is the life," you know. <laughs> I yeah, I, that was you, honestly you a, bad for him. That was a sad end to that scene where he's like, he's home, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm content. Yeah. I got a good apartment, and I can, I can afford all the food I need, or I want anything I want." And then you see, like, it's like a really tiny apartment, and he's just got a bunch of beer cans on the on the <laughs> on the sink, like. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's tough, especially when someone that you grew up with is realizing the dream that you both had and you're just kind of mm. in, a, in a job that maybe not <laughs> is not very uh, appealing. It's a, it's a literal shit job. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, you do feel for Kafka in that way and then you kind of you it makes you want to cheer for him as he decides to go for that goal again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I love I love like how this volume, like like seeing Kafka, his motivation grow throughout this volume, and because mm-hmm. it it definitely he started out off like very much at the bottom, but at the end he's yeah, he's he's doing much better it seems, um and at the very least he's he's on he's on his way there, so that was awesome, and and, and on that uh it was also mentioned in the character bio for Kafka, which was between one two of the chapters uh that. One of the things that he likes is smoking, but he apparently he he quit smoking when he oh. started trying for the defense force. Ah, uh, so yeah. good for him. Smart move. Smart yep, move. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, just the very end of this volume is just an awesome, awesome ending, and yeah, mm. for him to reveal his kaiju in order to defend Kikoru makes me very hyped for the next book. Yeah. Uh... I wonder how the defense force is gonna take <laughs> take it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. Because they're worried about him and uh, Reno were worried about uh, showing the kaiju form, so it makes me think that they're not gonna accept it very well. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, so I'm pretty confident that he's somehow going to end up with them, one way or another. Like, okay, I it's, it, I don't know. It might take time. It might be really dramatic, 
but somehow <laughs> somehow he's going to make it in there and he's going to mm-hmm. go to work with them um and they're going to realize that his his kaiju form is actually going to be able to help them uh make progress and stuff is is what i'm thinking i just but yeah you know it's probably going to be very you know be difficult at first yeah that makes sense like it's like it's it's kind of like mm-hmm. well i guess i shouldn't talk too much about attack on titan but i can't help but like make <laughs> kind of comparisons I imagine it it's, might be like a little bit of a similar thing. I'm not going to go into detail. Yeah, there about I know, I know what you're talking thing, about. But if you know, you know. Yeah. Mm. You know, you you mentioned earlier uh, comparisons to Attack on Titan, and I did not really see much when I was going through. It, but now that we talk about it, because well, <laughs> it wasn't in my mind, but now that you bring that up, I'm kind of like, oh wow, I guess there are some comparisons to be made, <laughs> but but different different tone and oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, just i guess in general story i feel like mm-hmm. um but yeah one more instance i think that you could argue is a comparison to attack on titan is when kafka uh saves the the little girl and her mom from being eaten by a titan <laughs> I, I mean i mean a kaiju. <laughs> yes. i mean it yeah. kind of screams first second chapter of Attack on Titan a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I definitely also thought of that, like, with the mother lying under yeah. the debris and the child, yeah, trying to help or doing something to help mm-hmm. them. And she and her, and her and the mother telling the child to get away from there again. Yeah, yeah. very, yeah. very similar to that. I could see that being, like, an intentional reference. I could definitely imagine that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, where where was Kafka when Eren's mom got eaten by a Titan? <laughs> <laughs> uh... yeah. But, yeah. No, that, that, that was, that was uh, an interesting bit, though. Yeah. So, I thought the second chapter of this volume was hilarious. I honestly, I was, I was laughing because he had just transformed into the kaiju and mm. and just all sorts of wacky things, or just not understanding his powers or <laughs> who he was. And the, yeah. You know, the one says like, "Oh, uh, I got to try to calm down this old man." Hey, he tries smiling. He looks like Venom <laughs> there. You know, yeah. so many other hilarious moments throughout that chapter and. And the volume had a lot of good ones too, but that chapter in particular was just, just really made me laugh. Yeah, I think it, I th- for me, it, like the, the best part in that chapter is when they're running away, and and he like <laughs> as they're running, he just keeps <laughs> shape shifting, and like all these weird things is coming out of his head, and, like, and he's he's grabbing a crow from from a lion and <laughs> eating it, and he's like he's like just like wow, I'm eating a bird alive. <laughs> it's just really funny. I think what got me. What got me was just the the bathroom part, you know. Like, oh yeah, like, I could never be a pride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was that was absolutely great. I think that's all I have on Kafka. Yes, yes, me too. Then let's move on to Kikuru Shinomiya. All right. Her lucky number is five. Actually, I don't know if I had anything on that, but her lucky number <laughs> is five. <laughs> I <laughs> I wonder if that's gonna come back into play again, but. Hmm. Um. Maybe not. Probably not. Unless uh, I don't know. I generally don't know. <laughs> but uh, we know we learn that her mother is dead, and her, well, she's being raised by her her cold and pretty distant father, who, or at least he seems like that from what we saw. Yeah. Uh, and he only expects perfect perfection out of her, and he yeah he doesn't really seem too pleasant. He's the commander, apparently. Exactly. Yeah, like the director general of the defense force, mm-hmm. and. And yeah, she seems very, very eager to to prove herself to him, kind of. Yeah. Which is, well, it doesn't seem like a good 
dynamic like relationship that they have doesn't seem like it to me mm. like it seems kind yeah. of unhealthy um, yeah but, yeah but i'm i'm interested in seeing more of i well i guess their relationship uh as father and daughter and absolutely yeah because I, I will say she's definitely one like she, she's probably my number two character as far as like my interest in the characters in the story so far uh after after kafka i think that's fair uh you know, Reno, Reno, Reno's good, and mm. Mina is a interesting thing, but Kikoto had a little more going on, and we got some of her backstory there. So I, I'd say, yeah, definitely the mo- second most interesting character for me as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got a lot of a lot of pressure on her shoulders, you know, right. the weight of the world, um, in a way, high expectations from her father. And then her mother has passed away as well, as I mentioned, which was kind of a yeah. a bomb out of nowhere. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Not only is her father uh, very cold to her and kind of, you know, d- demands incredibly high expectations, her mother is dead too. Great. Mm. You know, <laughs> she kind of sounds like another Shinomiya that we know <laughs> in a different manga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many references. <laughs> I hope we're not going overboard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she she slays kaiju for a hobby, so that that that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> although, I, when you take into consideration that she's only doing it to kind of appease her father, then it's not as cool, really. Uh, but she is badass nonetheless, and she has learned to kind of sniff out kaiju's too, supposedly, or at least she she could smell kaiju on uh, on Kafka, which was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Going back to what you said about her doing this as a hobby, oh, yeah. I, I generally think she has some enjoyment. Well, enjoyment too. Like, she wants to be this hope and light for the future. Like she wants that for herself. Mm. But I also agree that the pressure she has for her father is not completely healthy. So it, there, it would be nice to have some closure in that sense. Right. But I, I, I do think her... Uh, using her talents in this way is is exceptional and oh yeah it, yeah it's really cool to see the gap that she has between her and basically everybody else <laughs> yeah in the recruits. right yeah she's like more than double uh the number on the combat suits than any of the other yeah. uh, recruits or the trainees so yeah yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> so would you call her a, a tsundere is, is 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 that her or is it, is there another word for it? I guess she she's definitely kind of spoiled, right? Uh, maybe. Well, I mean, I guess in 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 a sense, since she she has one of these suits like for herself since before mm-hmm. this whole thing, and she comes. I mean, I, yeah, I would guess her father is rich, and he may have spoiled her with those sort. Hey, well, well, some of those sorts of things. Uh, butler, yeah, yeah, true. She has a butler. His name was like Sebasu or something like that. I think she said. Which got me thinking, is that a, a nod to Black Butler, where the butler's name is Sebastian? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it was just a thought that came to mind. Um, again, another different IP that we're mentioning. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Like, maybe spoiled to some extent, although definitely not spoiled with love, or at least I don't think so. Well, no, no, no. no, no. Yeah, no. Um, but I, 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 I didn't get Tinder vibes from her exactly, although I really love her sass. Yeah. And I also love her twin tail hairdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw that coming. No. 
There's a word for it though. There, the, not not the love for twin tails, but the. <laughs> there should be. <laughs> there should be. The the mm. sassiness that she has, you know. Because mm, like, mm. you're right. It's not quite soon today. Um, yeah, because I don't feel like she's showing any like vague hints of affection. Because I feel like with Sundere, like well, that, there's like yeah. a vague hint of affection beneath the facade of uh, sassiness or whatever. But I don't feel like that from her, at least not right now. Well, I I guess to clarify, like, affection as, as in like love interest, I don't think so. Oh, not 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 necessarily love. Like okay. I, I think it okay. could be yeah, just any, any other kind of liking. But I didn't really get that from mm-hmm. her. Okay. Like, at least not in this volume. Maybe that's something so then, that could appear, though. No, well, I, I that's my problem is, like, I I don't, I, my vocabulary is limited that mm. I don't know, I don't think I could describe the girl t- stereotype. Very well. <laughs> I mean, that there are, there are a bunch of these, like, blank dere, like, words in Japanese. Right, exactly. Uh, with, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I'm not that good at them either. Tsundere is really, like, the most famous one, and I the only one that I know well. Uh, although, yeah, <laughs> she might fit into one of those other ones, though, potentially. Yeah. I will look it up later. And yes. And I will educate. Our... <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I, I, I love her design. Like, it's not just the hair. Which we, I... I have established before that, yes, I am a sucker for twin tails. <laughs> it's not just the hair, though. I like, you know, I think she's got, you know, just in general, I, I, I like her, her her character design a lot. Yeah, um, it's a good design. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, yeah, she's awesome. That's all I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. Then let's talk about Reno Ichikawa next. Nice kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was, if you're on him at first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same, same here. <laughs> Uh, but he definitely grew on me. I I really like his mindset on like never giving up. Like I think that's awesome, and he he really feel where he really motivates Kafka as well. Like yeah, um, he's a great motivation for him. So yeah, he's like, a bit harsh, you know, especially at the beginning. Yeah. But I but I respect <laughs> his personal resolve and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his change from kind of disinterest to admiring Kafka is is kind of nice you know absolutely yeah yeah i like that and it made sense too like i didn't feel like it was rushed or like hastened or anything like that i I felt like it it made sense with everything that happened and it was fun to see it was fun to see their kind of character relationship grow like (laughs) from the from the nose plugs drama uh to the end of the to the end of the volume where where kafka is riding on reno's shoulders (laughs) 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 it's yeah it was a great progression there i really like that also, actually, I would say Reno, he's a total, or at least was a total tsundere. He, or at least he gave off those vibes when he was like, hey, you should sign up for the Defense Force. Not like I care or anything, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely tsundere. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I would say he, he's more of a tsundere than, than uh, Kikoru. <laughs> he seems to be kind of average-ish. I mean, not, not, not bad, but um, he's not in the high class of recruits. Oh yeah, um, great to others. So, uh, I I I think that he has potential, but the mm. the ceiling is even high for him. It feels like right. Yeah, and it, I mean, yeah, and they also mentioned that this year the trainees or the recruits are are on, on average much better than they usually are. It seemed mm. like so. He might be kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I, I got the impression that he he's doing really well. It's just there's. Others that are doing better. 
Agreed. But like, yeah, exceptional. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But let's talk about Mina Ashiro next then. Kafka's childhood friend and uh, one of the top captains of the defense force. And she has a freaking tiger as a pet. <laughs> like, so cool. wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, when you're the star of Japan, uh, the face of a, of a big company, like, they can do whatever the heck you want. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she, she seems to like, like, feline animals, I guess, because she had a cat. Mm. I think that was implied that she had a cat that died in a kaiju attack when they were kids. Yeah. And so she got a tiger instead. <laughs> Love it. Definitely one of those strong, silent types. It, right, I, yeah. It feels like, she, when at least in the flashbacks, it felt like she was a little more talkative mm. and maybe even happier looking than she is as an adult. Maybe right. Maybe it's because she's, oh, she's more comfortable opening up to Kafka when they were younger, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm really excited to see kind of where they are right now. Like, when they meet... when they, I'm hoping to see them interact in the next volume. So I'm excited to see how that's going to go. Because, I mean, I imagine it's probably been many years since they last talked. Uh, and I had... The th- uh, I get the feeling. The, I get that feeling, too. Right, right. And so I had the thought that what if maybe she is... Mm-hmm. Well, we're, well, I, I, well I, I, I think it's... I've got a pretty clear vibe that she's upset at Kafka for, for, oh, not, yeah. for not joining the, def- the Defense Force with her. She called him a liar. She in called her, him a liar, her, exactly. So, like that—that that was kind of the big, the big giveaway, I think, for that. But, but also, as you mentioned, kind of her, her like kind of new demeanor, as we've seen, like of her as an adult, is more mm. like more kind of quiet, not as maybe not as cheerful, perhaps as she was as a kid. Yeah. Maybe that's because she misses him or something. Like maybe she wishes, like she, she's somehow a little bit, a little bit sad that she that he isn't with her. Maybe. Um, yeah. And. I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps she could change, uh, or like cheer up a bit. I guess if he, if if they start getting closer again, I don't imagine it to be like a, a an instant switch, of course. But I think it could make for a fun uh, character progression eventually. I yeah, I would definitely love that, hmm. uh, for sure. Just in general, I, I want to find out more about her, yeah. and I guess yeah. that. Since your point, having some sort of interaction between the two that's more than just potentially looking in their general direction. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, hopefully they can have a chance to talk and then maybe we get to find out how Mina got to that point mm. um, and whatnot. Uh, she's definitely a character I'm looking forward to learn more about. Exactly, because she's clearly an important character. Yeah. Like, I think that much is clear, but, but you're right, there... We don't really know much about her. Like, she hasn't had much exactly. screen time, kind of, or panel time. Like, right now, it's more of he's, she's more just a, a, a gold mark for <laughs> Kafka. Yeah. And she has her own character, too, but, mm-hmm. or you can't really say, I mean, I guess you can't even say she has a character. Like, it's, she's just kind of a. Yeah. Right. We haven't seen much. Attainable goal. Yes. Which is, which is fine for now. It's still early in the story. Sure. Oh yeah, it's still early in the story, and I just hope they don't, they don't leave it like that. You know. Oh, I mean? oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, because that, that that was actually something. Actually, quickly on that, that was something I thought of when when they were going over all of the recruits or like the people that are 
applying to well yeah for the defense force Kikori was the only girl there <laughs> at, at least I think so. I didn't see anybody else I think everybody else were guys and it was like so I, I and I suppose that's to be expected from this kind of story perhaps maybe mm-hmm. or well, not necessarily of course but I guess I guess it's it's not it's not unheard of to have uh, you know a, ma- a majority of male characters but I I guess I would have liked to see more female characters. However, the the female characters that are in the story being well at least yeah, so far being Mina and and uh, Kikoru, they both seem to be very strong characters or at least they have potential for being very strong characters. So I'm I'm at, at least I'm happy about that even though there are there are few, I guess. Yeah. I mean, literally they're strong, but also I think Kikoru has you know strong as in a solid character development, solid growth, and everything. I feel, right. like, I feel like that she has potential, and Mina, like there, there could be something there, but we just haven't quite seen it yet. So, mm-hmm. despite the fact that she's incredibly strong and highly respected, there's not much to her character at this point in time. I feel right. Uh, although I do feel, I, I, I just, I do feel pretty hopeful based on, well, based on what we've seen from the other characters, like Kafka and and Kikuru. I think had good development throughout this one mm-hmm. first book. Um, so I, th- I think I think uh, Matsumoto has good. Well, he he can write good characters. I think. So I think yeah. there's there's good hope for Mina. Plus, I think it's it seems pretty clear to me that he's building up something with her based on the flashbacks that we've seen throughout this volume yeah. and those sorts of things. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful about that. I can get behind that. Mm. And, and 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 you know you know me I I like black hair and I. I, I <laughs> You know, I yes. I think she's very attractive. I totally forgot about that bathtub scene, by the way. So, <laughs> so rereading through, it was like, "Holy crap!" I, oh, is it getting steamy in here, or is it just me? And <laughs> maybe it's just the water, just really hot water. It, it's really hot water. <laughs> so magic water that's not see through. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. No. That I think I should have expected this. She is the same age as Yoru. In Spy Family. Oh! There I go mentioning yeah. another manga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dang it. And she's also black-haired. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also one of James's waifus. <laughs> uh, Ooh, I like it. <laughs> anything more on her? No, that's it. Cool, then let's talk about Soshiro Hoshina a little bit. The vice captain under Mina. So, well... I had one major thing really on him is that okay, or it's not really that big. It's it's a little thing. I'm a bit wary of this guy. Like he, oh, it's possible he might just be a completely good guy, and I'm just misjudging him right now. It's I I could see that completely possible, completely possible. But I sort of got the feeling that he might be after Mina's position. Oh really? Because there was he made a comment when he said I think it was when when the kaiju's kind of re. Uh, kind of were resurrected and they noticed that, that their vital signs were coming back he mm-hmm. mentioned that like there's only one person that can fix this or something and that's and then like and and that's or, or maybe he didn't say one person there's only someone blah 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 who can fix it and that's mina or me he said like like as in, like an extra thing that he was at or me mm-hmm. and he and he kind of he kind of looked in her direction with Eyes that made me a bit worried. Like he, I, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too much into it. But uh, I, uh. I guess what I'm fearing a little bit potentially is that he might do something drastic to to get her position or 
something like that. So yeah, I'm keeping an eye on him. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, he does kind of have like this squinty eyes going on, and he also <laughs> does laugh a lot. Maybe maybe he's hiding his intentions behind the the joking around. I mean, right. it's not really he's he's not even really joking around per se. He's just more like. The situation in front of him, he just finds hilarious. Yeah, he's just kind of <laughs> yeah. scoffing at, at Kafka. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I, I think that's fair to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. But not not much. But it's interesting that he, like you're saying, he says Mina and or him could be the the ones to take down that level of a of a kaiju. Right. So supposedly, at least according to him, he he had, he's pretty good like he's strong yeah right right i mean that remains to be seen true true then i guess so the next one i want to talk about is the kaiju that appeared at the at the combat trial oh uh, yeah yeah, or yeah. the combat examination uh <laughs> i wrote down in my notes I, I i noted it down as the hat kaiju <laughs> 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 i didn't know how else to refer to it doesn't it it, it doesn't kind of look like a mushroom like oh, the, mushroom! The mushroom might be better, oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. To me, I felt like 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 a top hat or something like that. <laughs> but uh, mu- mushroom, yeah. mushroom might actually be better. So yeah, let's call him the mushroom kaiju. I like that more. So yeah, yeah. It it spoke. It was the second kaiju we saw that spoke. Yeah. And it, I thought it showed like it definitely showed clear signs of intelligence, and it was able mm-hmm. to resurrect. We saw it being able to resurrect dead kaiju, and also increase their power even yeah, what the which freak? was like wow okay <laughs> uh, um that's unfair <laughs> and, yes and it also to some extent at least seemed to be able to kind of control them I, I or at least kind of stop them from doing things when he didn't want them to do things and then be like okay go eat like have a feast or whatever mm. like yeah so with powers like that it seems like a pretty uh, pretty powerful foe uh, but uh, but I'm I'm happy to see in, like an intelligent enemy like that because I guess that was something I was a little worried about uh, up until that point was like are the kaiju's just gonna be the only threat like is it just gonna be these big monsters with seemingly no intellect uh, opposing humanity mm-hmm. uh, but with this guy it seems like there's there's gonna be there, there's more to it uh, and also I think with the the weird the weird kaiju that went inside of. Kafka. Right. Uh, there seems to be stuff beneath the surface that would, I guess, we're not aware of yet. But yeah, yeah, he he was a very welcome surprise to me when I saw that that kaiju guy. For sure, it makes it much more engaging than just humans fighting brain dead giant monsters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know where they're gonna go in the story with, you know, having an intellectual monster like this. Um, mm-hmm. So I. But but I think it kind of gets your imagination going. So I, I like that aspect, as you're saying. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, why why do they appear now, though? You know, why what was going on before? I had a theory, or well, okay, yeah. So I guess throughout history and stuff, I guess it's hard to, or I don't have a specific idea. But but I had the idea at least why it appeared here was that it took this as kind of a, a chance to, to kill Kikoru because she is well known as slaying kaiju and she's really good at it. She's kind of made a name for herself 
to some extent as killing kaiju. So the kaiju would know, or at least these intelligent kaiju, like like the mushroom kaiju, would know that that she that she she's good at killing them, and so he would want her dead. Like that would only make sense. So taking this opportunity to get at her, I think, is the reason why he's here. At least that's my mm. my thinking. And this is this is also a pretty clever oppor- or a situation since they're well the 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 experts are kind of at the edges of the area so that's supposedly a bit away like obviously they didn't mm-hmm. make it there in time they haven't made made it there yet by the end of this volume so like th- there wouldn't be any kind of reinforcement coming so it's it seemed like maybe a good plan for them to attack her perhaps plus doing it after the sensors were gone uh or the mm. the cameras or whatever uh yeah so it was definitely it seemed it seemed like it was definitely planned and since the attack her specifically i think she was the target that's fair. Yeah, that's I like that. Mm. So, yeah. And and another kind of little speculation I have on this guy is also that maybe he's a human in kaiju form, like similar to Kafka. And that might be why he's so intelligent. I had a similar thought. Because he looks like he's kind of the same size as Kafka's kaiju, or roughly in any Same anyway. size, and it's kind of humanoid too, you know what I mean? Right, exact, exactly. So I think that's a possibility. And that mm-hmm. obviously could be interesting because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't make sense for Kafka to be the only one with this power, right? Or at least I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I guess we can know, but but it would be interesting if there were more and if there were kind of bad guys. <laughs> I guess. Gosh. Although I wonder why. Why would a human side with a kaiju? I. It, it doesn't make sense. It's just just a theory at this point, and I have no idea why they'd want to side with beings that are trying to destroy the world um mm. and, you know but but there is a clear difference between this guy and then the rest of the giant kaiju monsters you know yeah yeah definitely um, right mm. yeah so yeah yeah I, I i'm really enjoying the, these these mystery aspects are are interesting because we we got this guy he's full of mystery like he's like the main thing right now at least to me that's like i i, I i'm really excited to, to learn more i don't expect us to learn more immediately necessarily mm-hmm. i could see this being like kind of stretched out we might learn more in small pieces throughout perhaps yeah but that guy definitely plus as i said before also the the one that turned kafka into a kaiju like <laughs> that 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 one's also mysterious absolutely so yeah i'm, I'm enjoying the mystery aspect of this uh, manga so far same same uh for sure one last thing that uh that I have for my notes is Tachikawa is the base where this this is at um, the, the training section I guess you if you will mm. uh, Tachikawa is actually where I lived in Japan oh um, they have an American military base there called Yokota and uh, it well it's an air force base and the Japanese self-defense force is also nearby so I, I think this is basically my stomping grounds. I mean, I, I don't, I didn't recognize any of any of the any of the places, but um, here seeing Tachikawa I was like, hey, I know that place. <laughs> uh, that's that's interesting. Is it close to Yokohama? Um, not particularly. I think it's an hour or two away. Okay. Okay. Well, that's still, I guess, semi close. I suppose. Yeah. I mean. But right. Right. That's cool. That's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> It's like yeah, so in I guess in this in this manga we're close to where you've lived, and in Vinland Saga we're somewhat <laughs> close to where I live. 
doing the it's fun <laughs> roots you know the hometown <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh great uh, was there any other character you wanted to talk about by the way uh buh, buh. no and if there was i think it would be saved for maybe the next volume or mm. later but fair I think good Right, because yeah, I well, there were a lot of characters mentioned. Like there was like the boss of uh, Kafka at the cleanup place. Mm-hmm. There were several recruits that were named, as, at least out of the the top ones. Right. And I, I mean, I, I could definitely see those becoming more prominent in future volumes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, like in this in in this book though, there they, yeah they didn't really have much, so I didn't I didn't take any notes on them. Uh, but I imagine, like again, similar to Attack on Titan, I could imagine these, like yeah, fellow trainees becoming fellow, well yeah, like basically f- f- fighting fighting alongside Kafka and the others. So, could be fun. But I guess talking about predictions a little bit, I, well, I guess I have mentioned some throughout, but in general, I'm just kind of looking forward to like w- w- one of the one of the big things is I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing just how Kafka is going to end up working with the the defense force. Uh, mm. And again, I don't think it's going to be easy necessarily, but I think it's going to they're, they're going to they're going to get there. I'm quite sure. And and the other major thing I think uh, for me that I, I I want to see is Kafka and Mina uh, meeting again and yeah. talk, and talking and see or do well basically just to see how that's going to be <laughs> should be fun. Agreed. Uh, and I, I, I could expect that to be a little bit difficult too, at, at least if there's been some time since then, which I expect there has been. Well, oh yeah. So I, well, yeah. And I, and I wonder, you know, is she gonna be heard about it? Um, mm-hmm. Is she gonna kind of be like, "What took you so long?" Kind of a situation, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. for sure, for sure. But I, I agree about those two. But also, I want to. I'm excited to find out more about the mushroom kaiju if we oh, do yeah. find anything about it. Definitely, I mean something at least. Because <laughs> uh, at least, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to basically pick up where this book left off, and so there's going to be some kind of confrontation, maybe, unless it just kind of, kind of runs away and lets uh, <laughs> and lets them deal with a bigger kaiju there. I don't know, but yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, but no, I'm with you. I, I, I also hope we learn. At least something, mm-hmm. something from there. Indeed. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm really, really happy to be, you know, to have started this series now. Talking about this, it's been, been great, and I, I was definitely happily surprised. I, I'm, I'm happy it wasn't like an Attack on Titan ripoff. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> it, it is because it, it isn't. I, I, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't agree with anyone that says that it is. Um, if there are people who would say that, I don't know, but. But yeah, no, I, I think it's it stands really well on its own, and it's it's engaging. I I like the characters, as I said at the beginning, and it's yeah, I'm just excited to keep going. Plus, I've heard that, or at least I think you mentioned um, around the time when we decided to start covering this on the podcast, you said that there were later parts in the manga that you had read that really got you really invested, or at least more so than the beginning of the story. So I'm, I, I guess based on that, I guess it's only going to get better, at least at some ex- you know, t- to some degree. Yeah, the arc that I stopped reading at really impressed me, and I it, mm. I was kind of not maybe blown away is the wrong word, but I, it it was really good and nice. I think if you liked what you saw here, I think you'll like what you saw um, in that later arc as well. Sweet, sweet. I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, 
and yeah, I guess we're mostly done then. I guess one last thing I'll I'll, I'll say just to make things clear. Although I guess I should have said this, or we should have said this at the start of the episode. But obviously, James isn't going to spoil anything uh, out of the stuff that he knows from the future of the manga. Yeah, <laughs> we should have said this before. <laughs> I've been trying to keep. And so all the, I, I keep it in the mindset, and I'm sure Peter does the same thing when he uh, knows about the story and I don't. Mm-hmm. I keep it in the mindset of how I would have, I tried to, how I would have gone into the discussion just to have only read that volume. Mm-hmm. And I even consider like things that I would have um, been theorizing or, or thought about. But, you know, if Petter says something that is either true or not, I, I don't, I try not to give any indication of that. Mm-hmm. Um but, it, you know, if someone who has read the manga uh, feels like that I could have spoiled it, um, I don't know how you... You can let me know in Discord. Just, you know, be sure to put spoiler tags. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like I, I kind of played it safe. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't feel like I got spoiled on anything. Like, I didn't pick up on any anything that seemed like a spoiler. So, Good. I mean, I think that's fine in that case. And I don't think I said anything that was spoiler. Yeah, right, right. That, yeah. So. <laughs> I think it's all I think it's all good uh, so yeah yeah good job <laughs> and and speaking of our discord server there's a link in the uh, YouTube description um, or the video description on YouTube if, if for anyone who wants to join our open discord server we have a lot of fun talking about all kinds of manga anime and well anything really on there so yeah feel free to join and if you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at Umami Manga. And it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by either rating our show on the podcast platforms or subscribing to our channel Umami Manga on YouTube. If you like this episode, please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it too. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Volume 2. Bye-bye. See you later. Ha, 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 ha.